Hello everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, joined today by David Delaney. David, g'day, very warm welcome, sir. Where are you hanging out? Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm here in um, foggy, miserable San Francisco, as you well, can see. With the, that, that's the... not what your background tells me. It tells me it's uh, <laughs> just gone on dusk and <laughs> the Golden Gate Bridge is shining in the background. But yeah, great to have you on board. You've got a really interesting value proposition for us. For those of you who don't know David, he runs 10, that's the number 10, T-E-N, Bound, a research and advisory firm focused 100% on sales development, SDR, BDR, ADR, performance improvement. And if you're in sales development, you will know exactly what he means by that. So more to the point, let's come to this interview. Our title today is How to Figure Out What to Change in Your Sales Process to boost your sales performance. David's going to tell us how that's done in just seven minutes. David, your time starts now. Question number one, who is your ideal client? Yeah, well, we work with mostly software companies and they must have a sales development team. So if they don't have a sales development team, not much that we can help with. Nothing and, to you know, develop. The, the bigger, the better. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So what's the problem you solve? There's six half minutes left just over. Yeah, absolutely. So most companies that are running a sales team these days have spun up a sales development program, but they really find it hard to implement and put together. And, and so if they're struggling with it, if they're trying to map it out, if they're trying to figure out how to improve it, they come to us and we've got that expertise to be able to help them. So it's not just what they need to change, but you're actually embedding it into the business so that it's like a train on tracks. We do. Yeah, we see a lot of the common issues among companies that are trying to do sales development. And we can usually come in and unpack that pretty quickly, give them okay. a roadmap for moving forward, Great. whether it be advisory or further training. Okay, so good segue into question number three, five minutes, 50 seconds left. Before they find you, what are some of the typical symptoms that organizations are going to be experiencing who have the problem that you can solve? Yeah, absolutely. So people put sales development teams together in order to set appointments for the sales team and to build pipeline. And so one of the first things we see is that appointments and pipeline are struggling because they really haven't figured out the right process for putting the sales development engine in place. Another thing that we see really often is high attrition. So they'll hire people, they'll spend all the money, they'll put them on the phone and give them all the tools, et cetera. And then they quit, you know, six to 12 months into it. So a huge expense. And it's something that we see a lot of with people that are struggling with their sales development program. Okay. So question four, five's left. What are some of the common mistakes that organizations make when they're trying to solve that problem, trying to get rid of those symptoms? They're going to try experiment stuff. Before they find your solution, what are some of the things they're doing wrong that's just going to end up costing them time and money? Yeah, the number one biggest problem that we see in this space is software companies especially, they know that they need sales development. They need someone who's really focused on finding appointments for the sales team or for the founding team, getting those appointments scheduled and helping to build that pipeline. So they hire a very junior level person. They give them a list. They give them a few tools. They give them a list of phone numbers, and they just tell them to go after you know, it's a recipe for, if anything, a flatline performance. In some yeah. ways, it's a very way. And so, you know, we always recommend that you look at it from a more strategic approach, plan it out, then hire somebody. Thank you. So just under four minutes left, we've got plenty of time. So give us a couple of 
examples of the type of clients you work with? How many employees, how many sales development team? Are they cold calling? Who are they targeting? Yeah, maybe flesh it out a bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say that our number one trigger event is if the sales development team has been passed either from the VP of sales to the CMO or potentially from the CMO back to the VP of sales. What we see in a lot of companies is that sales development is it's a bit of a hot potato. And, you know, it looks interesting. It looks like it might be kind of fun to do. But actually, when you start to do it, it's very difficult and people end up wanting to punt it because they don't want a bad track record on their resume. Uh, so the number one trigger event that we see is, you know, a new CMO comes in, they've got the sales development team, and they're wondering, what do I do with these people? You know, where do we start to be able to make this into a, a real engine of appointments right. and pipeline? Okay, and I was hoping to give a bit of an idea of company size, like how many employees or how many people would be on the sales development team. What sort of markets are they targeting? Just give us something to hang, sure. hang the hat on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, we usually see, you know, five to 10 people on the sales development team, maybe one manager, maybe a couple of managers and a director. And, you know, there's just been some turnover potentially on the leadership of the team. And so the senior leadership gets that and they, they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Okay. Thank That's, you for that. Two and a quarter yeah. minutes left. Question five, one valuable free action that someone listening to this who's got the problem can take not going to solve the whole problem, but might take him a step in the right direction. Yeah, well, I would look at it. We borrowed a phrase from Marcus Limonis, but we made it for sales development. Look at it from the point of people, processes, or technology stack. And so nine times out of 10, we see one, one of these or multiple of these is the issue. So you can look at the people. Do you have the right people on your team? Are they skilled up? Are they trained? Do you have the right processes? Have you thought about how everything flows together? And or do you have the right technology? I mean, you know, it's becoming noisier and harder to get appointments than ever. And so if you don't have the right tools and you're not equipping the team correctly, you're really, really behind the, the eight ball. So Good. you could look at one of those yeah. three or We're maybe multiple. Three worthwhile questions. Thank you. One and a quarter minutes left. Question number six. One valuable free resource we could direct people to that's going to give them more information. And I'm going to suggest it's www.10bound.com, the number 10B-O-A-U-N-D.com. Lots of resources there. Anything in particular you'd point them towards? Yeah, I would say jump on the newsletter. You know, we push out so much free content and we do a bunch of events and, you know, really a lot of free resources there to help you get started if you're newer to sales development or you're just trying to figure it out. And, you know, the newsletter is the best way to see what's new and to mm. get direction on the website. So there's a, a sign okay. up, T-E-N-B-O-U-N-D.com. Okay, thank you. And we've got um, 25 seconds left. And by the way, folks, everything that David is doing here is research-based, which I think is an important distinction. So sorry, 20 seconds left. The one question I should have asked you but didn't. Oh, I would say, you know, is how do you know if sales development is right for your organization? I think that's really important. It's not just a cookie cutter for every company. You got to make sure that it's right for your organization. So Perfect. ask yourself that question first. Thank you, David. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.